Have you ever wondered how to find true happiness at work and in life? What about finding your purpose or becoming the best version of yourself and achieving all of your dreams and desires? Let me share one thing with you. The truth is you have the power to create your own happiness because happiness is indeed a choice. The Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show is dedicated to helping leaders become happier and more fulfilled at work and in life. I love sharing tools and insights about happiness, positivity, personal and professional development that will help you live a healthier, wealthier, more fulfilled, passionate, and purposeful life. I'm your host, Dr. Kiki Ramsey. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hey, 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 I am so excited. Welcome to another episode of the Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show. And y'all, we are going to get into it today. Today, we're going to talk all about stop letting your past define you and succeed anyway. And if any of you know my story, oh my God, you understand that I am the epitome of not letting my past define me. But today's guest, oh my God, I cannot wait for you to hear her story because if you thought I was the epitome, you are going to have such a great time listening to Dr. D. Bowen. Oh my God, it's, it's going to be so good. Dr. D. Dr. Kiki, what's up? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I am so delighted to be here with you today. I, I have been like a little kid. You know how little kids wake up? They're like, man, it's like Christmas. Like, like yes. let's go. <laughs> That's how I am every day. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. It's, it's a great thing. First of all, thank you, first of all, thank, thank you so much for the opportunity to to reconnect with you after yes. after a couple of years now. Yeah, to be a guest on the show and talk to you and the good people and and share the story about stop letting your past define you and succeed anyway. It's like this, man, listen here. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so when I was thinking about like the show topic and just who who would be the epitome of like really what this really means, I was like, you know what? Dr. D is is so perfect for this because I know your story because like I said, we've known each other for quite some time. We've been on the speaking circuit together and other events. And I just love hearing your story, where you came from. The last time we actually, I think, spoke on the same speaking engagement, neither one of us were doctors. And so there's a lot that has gone on to even get us to the place that we are today. And a lot of my listeners know a lot about my story. In terms of sleeping on the couch in the crack house as I was growing up with a mom who was addicted to crack cocaine. And so I understand what it takes to really try to defy the odds and and not let your past hold you back. But I really want people to hear it from somebody else's story and somebody else's eyes. And so first of all, I wanted to start off by asking you, go ahead and share a little bit about yourself with us so that we can get to know you a little bit before we dive, dive in. Before we go into what had happened was. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I love that you say that all the time. I love it. Okay. So for the listening audience, I'm officially now Dr. D. Bowden. I'm originally from Boston. I live in the great state of Maryland. My fun facts are this. I love Ferris wheels, smooth jazz, and great wines, both red and white. Summertime is like one of my favorite seasons because between the the festivals, the outdoor jazz, and all the things, I'm like, where's my calendar? Let me get these things booked because we need to go. Listen. That part. I have been in contract administration for over 20 years. I'm the person that deals with the contract once it's awarded. So I'm the person that's, that's dealing with the vendors and the payments and all the things. I'm in the weeds a lot because that's kind mm. of that's kind of the thing I am. But if, technically, I would say 
I'm a problem solver because that's always been my thing. If you were that kid that always asked a whole lot of questions, they'd be like, why'd you stop asking all these questions? That would be me. <laughs> but, hey, but here's the thing. The people that ask the most questions, we're after something because we're trying to get to a resolution. When we keep asking you stuff and you're not breaking it down, you're not making it clear. Okay, we'll come back again. Excuse me. Yes. Let me raise, let me raise that finger. Excuse me. I need, to, I need one more thing. And when I get this last thing, listen, I'm good. So that's been me. So oh, I gave you the fun facts. Now it's like, hmm. Well, let me ask you this. What Go is ahead, your please. superpower? What is your what is your greatest strength? My superpower is perseverance. Ooh, I love it. That's what I'm saying. And that's what we're going to get into today is okay. the fact that you persevere. Okay. Yes. So what I love about like what we're going to be talking about today is because we all have a choice to kind of overcome our challenges in our past. Yes. And we all have a past. So yes. there's nobody who <laughs> is living today that right. don't have a past. Right. Now, your past can be what it is, right? Everybody's right. past is what it is. But I also feel like so many people have had challenges, right, in their yes. past, some greater than others. But at the same time, you still had challenges. Tell us about that one thing that really was so difficult for you in your past that happened to you that you did not allow to define you today. Okay, so she, what, what Dr. Kiki wants to know is what had happened was. What had happened was, please. <laughs> so what had happened was about 15 years ago, I used to work for this small IT company outside of Boston where I'm from. Mm. And this is that story. And then there's another story, but this it kind of leads to it. So the first thing was I saw 15 years ago, I worked for a small company outside of Boston where I'm from. It's a small IT company. So you know how it is, Dr. Kiki. Mm-hmm. You get hired. Welcome aboard. Here's your cubicle. Here's your box. Here's your plant. Yep. Then they come in. They're like, listen, we got $8 million worth of sales on the books, not in the bank. Mm. And we can't collect it. I'm like, y'all got what? They're like, yeah, $8 million. I was like, are you serious? They're like, yeah. I was like, okay. So I'm a believer. So I took my accounts receivable agent of report to God. I'm like, hi, God. Yes, D. How are you? Great. Your word says, if you lack knowledge, come ask you for it. I need a clue on how I'm supposed to collect this $8 million. I got quiet. And what came up was these three things. Collections, business to business collections is three things. It's problem solving, figuring mm-hmm. out what had happened was, it's customer service, it's gratitude. And, that, and the additional piece is relationship building because in order to get your money, you've got to build relations with people. Yeah. So I go back to my desk. I get to work with my fabulous tools. I collect $6 million. And then the unthinkable happens. The CEO says, listen, let's have a chat. Calls mm-hmm. us all downstairs. And he says, I want to thank you all for what you've done across all the departments. Executive decision has been made. We're closing the company today. Oh, wow. All y'all got to leave. 30 minutes. Go get your box. You're out two months before Christmas. Wow. This is, one, this is one story. I have another one we're going to get into. But this story is what started this whole thing about perseverance. So imagine I get hired. I'm part time. I go to God. I collect the money. Then the CEO closes the business. Hmm. 100 people lose their jobs two months before Christmas. Not going to sit here and tell you that, that I was not impacted because I was. I mean, yeah. upset, frustrated, mad, crying, all the things. All the things. All the things. And then I had to decide, OK, how am I going to get up from here? Yes. How am I going to get up from here? Because yes. I'm not the first person that's worked for a company that's gone out of business. If you fast forward to the pandemic, we watched company after company after company. Yes. Shut down. So there's that part. So that was the impetus for my journey onto collected cash. And I know now I know you're really getting into the, the, the yes. real, real goody one. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Before you go to this next one, though, sure. there's so much in that 
because it was two months before Christmas. Yes. Right. And you didn't see this coming. And you had you had collected so much money for them out of the eight million. You collected six. Yes. Right. That's a lot. Like, how did you overcome like even that being fired two months before Christmas? How did you even overcome uh, or just your mindset? What was your mindset at when that? Well, the mind. So to be honest, Dr. Kiki, when it first happened, you know, if you ever if you've ever worked for corporate or worked for a company and and they they walk you down that little hall and they they tell you something, you're like, is this really happening? Yeah, yeah, it's really happening. Like that part. So. Of course, the range of emotions from I worked really hard to collect this money. My financial life was turned upside down because of this, but but it wasn't just me. Uh, It was the entire company. What I started thinking about was I began to wonder if myself and my team, because I was part of a collections team, if we had been able to to recover even more money, would that have saved the company? We'll never know. Mm, mm. And then the other piece was, okay, you got to get up and get another job. (laughs) Yeah, what's next? That's just, I mean, this is real talk because yes, you go through the emotions of being sad and frustrated and, and that part. But then what it, when I, you asked me what my superpower was, is perseverance. My perseverance is that, okay, I had never worked for a company that went out of business before, mm. but I've, I've had life challenges. And so I was like, okay, you can get up from here. Okay. And I'm a person of faith. So faith teaches you that you're not going to be absent of challenges. Faith shows you that What's put inside you will come up again if you will activate it. So I had to activate my faith and say, hey, God, okay, this just happened. Don't understand it all, but I'm your kid. I need some help here. And how do I get up from here? And then getting up from there has been the journey, not just Mm -hmm. overcoming the loss of a job, but it was also the fact that I saw something. I didn't see it then, but I see it now because of when I tell my story, but I saw that what happened to me and what happened to this small business is why I am on the journey I'm on today. I love it. I believe wholeheartedly in God. And, and I love that, you know, that's a part of your, a part of your story because I do think that we can't do anything without God. And we don't, a lot of times we don't give God enough credit, but (laughs) he, he deserves it all right? because we don't do anything without him. So I love that part. Okay, so you get, you know, fired. Everybody loses their jobs and it's like, what's next? But then that's not the end of the story. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. So the part two to your uh, assistance question, she was like, so tell us about this part. So so what really happened to get the journey of collect the cash going was this. I've worked in the government contracting space for a long time. So I worked for another government contractor. And in life, there's always days that you're like, man, if I had known this, was about mm-hmm. to happen today. I might not have gotten out of bed. I might not have done some other things. But yes. what, had, what had happened was I was working for a government contractor. The owner came in and he says, we're going to make some changes to the contract. I'm like, you are? Like, yeah. really? Yeah. And you and several other people are done as of today. Like, wow. what? this story is in my book, Collect the Cash. So when he comes in, he says, you don't know how to collect money. Hmm. I'm like, this was the exact quote. You don't know how to collect money and you don't know how to close out government contracts. Now, Dr. Kiki, I have been closing out government contracts for a long time. I wow. got certain letters and all the things. So he says, no, according to this, people, you don't know how to do it. So you're out. OK, so now break down, of course, have my moment, my feelings. And I'm like, oh, so I don't know how to do this. So what happened was I got motivated. This will be the last time somebody tells me I don't know how to do this. So after that, I go on to work for the United States Coast Guard headquarters. I support a contracting officer. I deal with 10 different branches of the Navy. I collect 
$7.5 million in one year and have a letter to certify that I know how to collect money and close up contracts. Wow. So I actually say thank you to the person who said, you don't know how to do this. Thank you. Because what mm. it did was it made me readjust me, mm. dig deeper and decide, okay, I can yeah. do this. And then yeah. life has gone on from there. So I love that because do you find that the sheer fact that somebody said you couldn't, was mm. that the motivation to go on to say that I can? Because some people might be like, well, Maybe I can't, but you have proof that you were able to do it before anyway. So exactly. like, it's not like the first time that mm. you collected cash. And so what was the motivation to be like, you know what? Guess what? I'm going to show you. I think, Dr. Keith, that's part of who I am. If you tell me that I can't, mm-hmm. I don't really have a word for it, but there's something that just happens on the inside. So if you tell me I can't, oh, yep. I'm a person of faith. So me and God are going to go talk. And I'm going to figure it out. And then when I come back, it's going to be what it is. And so now it's hilarious because I've gone on to to do that, write a book, launch it in Times Square, New York City. The book is right behind me. It says Collect the Cash. Yeah. Tell us about Collect the Cash. What what are you talking about in Collect the Cash? In Collect the Cash, I'm actually, I literally am telling the stories that I just shared with you. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about that. But I also go on to talk about why tracking your 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 money as a as a business owner is so important. I talk about the importance of keeping up with your accounts receivable. I talk about the mindset. I actually call it the collection zone. Ooh. Because when people hear collections using business to business or when people hear collections, they think, ooh, somebody's aggressive and harassing. And I'm like, no, that's consumer collections. I'm talking about business business collections where I'm talking about why tracking your, your sales is so important. Why the fortune is in the follow-up. I talk about the mindset over money. I talk about your collection zone. And if you're a sports fan, you'll love this because I basically talk about pregame, which is basically how you get ready to get to go collect that money. Game day, when you got to make your calls to your clients and follow up and do all the things. And then post-game is celebration. And we just finished the NBA finals. So you, if you are a sports fan, you will appreciate the, mm-hmm. the game zone because all your favorite players were getting into the zone for the finals. They yeah. were watching films. They were practicing shots. They were talking to the coach. They were doing a lot of things. Well, in business, you have to get yourself in the zone. Now, since, since I collect money for a living, mm-hmm. I get into a collection zone. So I've got a pregame thing of things I need to say, your affirmations, and how do you get your mindset ready for the people that you're going to have to interact with. Mm-hmm. Game day is getting on the phone and making the calls and doing the emails. And then post game is celebrating. I believe that every time you collect your cash, you need to celebrate. So I talk about celebrations. I'm big on celebrations. Clapper, yeah. confetti, whatever, all of it. I, listen, you know, I love confetti, glitter, all the things. <laughs> I am a shiny object girl. Um, right. <laughs> it's so important as a business owner, like what you're talking about right now is so important as a business owner and just so important for, for organizations, right? Because it's one thing to get this beautiful, amazing contract because we're all celebrating and we're like, yes, you know, yep. we got this awesome contract, but the money ain't in the bank yet, right? Like exactly. it's not in the bank. And so what's interesting is when I first started Picati, I got this amazing contract that was mm-hmm. awarded to me. It was like, what? Out of the gate, starting my company, I got this amazing contract. And that thing never came to fruition, yep. <laughs> right? So I'm all like, you know, I'm all excited and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. we were never able to get it past that stage and collect the money so that it was in the bank. So yes, it looked good on paper, but at the end of the day, if you don't get the money and you don't understand your accounts receivable and all those Mm -hmm. kinds of things, and you don't know what's coming in and what's what's going out, 
then, you know, it's just hard to really track. And so I want to talk about this in terms of small business. Yeah. How do small businesses do what you're saying, utilize like even your services and stuff like that? Because I think that is so important because small businesses are just that. Some of them are can have like one to a hundred employees. They can still mm-hmm. be multi-million dollar organizations, but how do they go about doing what you preach and collecting the cash? Sure thing. Well, first of all, great question. And I want to say something about the fact that you talk about that contract because that contract that you were awarded that unfortunately, if it didn't have this line to say subject to availability of funds and the funds weren't put on the contract, yeah. then the contract is, in theory, it's not a valid contract because it is it, until it's funded and it's actually executed, which means it's signed by yep. both parties. And then you do you have your deliverables, the work you have to do and invoicing right. and then get paid. That's the entire part of it. So to, to go back to your question for small business owners, here's the thing. First of all, thank you for deciding that to be a small business and to go solve a problem. All of us have created business. We believe that we have the knowledge, skills, and abilities to solve mm-hmm. a problem. Yep. Even if it's the same problem that everybody else has, we have a different viewpoint, mindset, energy around it. So we we come in. Now, yep. so when you get your business, one of the things you have to do is one is make sure your business is set up legally. Let's let's yes. start there. Yes. So you need to have your articles of incorporation, your employer identification number, which is known also known as EIN number, which basically mm-hmm. the social security number for your business, like you have your personal one for yourself. You need to have a business checking account. Let's just call the thing a thing. So you got to have that. So those three things are important. And then you have to figure out you have to, have to be licensed or insured. Mm-hmm. Those things, those are additional. Now, what Dr. Kiki is asking is, what do you do to collect the cash? Number one, you need a tracking system of some sort. I'm not endorsed by Microsoft, but I use Excel. I'm old school. So I tell you okay. to do the following. Column number one, name of your customer. Column number two, contract number or whatever the agreement number. Column number three, how much is it for? Column number four, what do they buy from you? Sneakers, services, whatever. Mm-hmm. Track it. Call number five, the date you're supposed to provide the service. Call number six, when do you invoice them? Call number seven, when are you supposed to get paid? Last column is notes. Notes is when the payment is due, let's say it was due tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And on Monday, you check your, your, your account. You're like, the payment isn't there. You or somebody has to get on the phone. Mm-hmm. Hi, this is D from such and such company. May I speak to the person accounts payable, please? Yes. Hey, Susie, this is D. How you doing? Da, 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 you know, the small, the small chat. Right. We have an invoice that's outstanding and I need to find out what's holding up the payment. Then you got to pause and let her have him or her have a moment to check the system because it could have been a data entry error. It could have been it got sent to the wrong Mm -hmm. department, wrong person. You got to give them a moment to research it. And then once they give you the information, course correct it. If you can fix it while you're on the phone, that which means, you know, send a revised invoice, (laughs) resend it Mm -hmm. with the R. And follow up. The fortune is always in the follow up. Yeah. And I understand that for a lot of small businesses, they're like, D, I don't want to have to go ask the people for the money. But here's the thing. I contend this. The sale is not complete until the money's in the bank, but you must collect it first. If you were strong enough to go ask for the sale and ask for the business, you've got to be just as strong to go ask for your money. And you talking business now. <laughs> yeah, because this is the part of business that a lot of people don't talk about, because right now there's so many people that talk a, a lot about sales and marketing and social media, all those things are super important. But at the end of the day, you have to track your sales. You have to track your customers. You have to track your invoices. You have to track your payments. And your cash flow is equal to the number of sales you have plus paid invoices, accounts receivable. And- I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, this is so good because I think that you're right. We are very much on marketing and doing all those things. And we, d- we need to do all those things, right? Like we have to Absolutely. do all those things. But once you do it and you get the contract, you then got to collect the money. And so I want to ask you, like, when you had these very difficult times in your life, 
right? We know that you persevere and everything like that. We know that. How can you translate what you did and tell somebody else what to do when they have hard times? Because we all have hard times and we all have past, right? Like growing up on a couch with, you know, growing up with a mom who was addicted to crack cane, sleeping on the couch in the crack house, all those things could have defined who I am, right? Right now, so many people are quitting their jobs or they lost their jobs during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. They were highly skilled, Mm -hmm. highly educated. And how do people, you know, not allow those things to affect them going forward in the future? Great question, Dr. Kiki. So here's here's what I'll tell you. What I did right behind me, you see books. <laughs> you, you can see my whole book has mm-hmm. I one. First of all, the way to overcome and not let this def- stop letting your past define you and, and succeed anyway. Number one, you have to do four things. You gotta decide. Mm-hmm. You gotta commit. Okay. You gotta focus, and then you gotta plan to succeed. And you got to plan to succeed even when the, when the tears are running down your face. Yes. And that to me is so important because when I was 10 years old, sitting on a couch in a crack house, I said, no matter what bad things happened in my life, I was going to be successful. I didn't even know what success was at the time I was young. But that one promise has been the, the defining, one of the defining moments in my life mm-hmm. to get me to where I am today because I always remember that because I was like, you know, there are going to be bad things. Mm-hmm. So no matter what bad things, and I think that's what we as people need to really understand is that life is going to happen, right? Absolutely. You are going to lose a job. You are going to be at this place where you hate your job. You hate <laughs> your job. Listen, I'm at home. I got kids, y'all. <laughs> you are going to be at a place where you, you know, you hate your job. People are going to die. There are so many things that are going to happen in your life. Right. But if you allow that thing to define you and you don't make a decision on this show, we say that happiness is a decision. It's a choice that you get to make every single day. Yeah. I think the other thing that you have to do, well, what I did was number one, I let myself feel what I felt. Oh, I learned how to feel what I felt and I had to sit with it. When I was younger, I journaled. So I mm-hmm. had journals that I used, you know, so I journaled a lot of things. I'm a person of faith. So I'm sure, you know, I definitely went to church and read books and had good friends to talk to and, you know, all the things. But after all of those things, when I came home, I had to decide, okay, what are we doing from here? What are we doing from here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, what happened sucked. It absolutely sucked. <laughs> it was not it was not pleasant. It was really rough. All the things. Got it. But what are we going to do from here? And then I come from, you know, like I said in the beginning of the talk, I'm from Boston. So I come from a family that worked hard. I had grandparents that were people of faith. And so I grew up, you know, in a, in a segregated, you know, community, all of the things. And so I've seen a lot. I've experienced a lot. But I came from a solid family that you know, talked about God and mm-hmm. talked about faith and talked about yeah. hard work. And, you know, when things have happened, I've had to go dig, back. you know, you asked what my, my superpower is, it's perseverance. Yeah. I've had to get up and start again after this thing or this opportunity or this relationship or whatever it was, was going to be the, going to be the most successful. And it, it didn't. And I wouldn't be here today as Dr. D. Bowden if I had stayed stuck and every time something didn't go right. What I had to learn was, okay, what are the lessons? Okay, there yeah. are some things you could have done better. There's yeah. some things that you missed. Okay, welcome to being human. We don't all get it on uh-huh. the ground, child. Listen, you listen. If you if you did double dutch like we did back in the day, yes. you knew folks would clown you if you could not swing. 
But yes. guess what? They would work with you to get your rhythm, get your swing. When you finally got that rhythm, finally got that swing, you get in the middle and you could jump and you could turn. You're like, oh, wait a minute. You got it. Well, guess what? That's life. You yeah. got to keep swinging. Yes. You got to keep swinging. You got to keep swinging. You got to keep swinging. And if you miss it, here's the thing. If you miss it, take a moment to figure out what do you what what do you know really well? What do you what are you not getting? And then don't be afraid or ashamed to go ask for help. And your help could be therapy, your help could be a journal, your help could be going to the gym, your help could be, you know, reading some new books, your help could be realizing, man, realize, but and I don't know how to do all this all on my own. I give an example. I did not plan to write a book. Mm-hmm. I did. Okay. On my vision board, there is no book. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> There's no book. But watching these businesses go out of business. And watching my story, the first story of company, company after company after company go out of business, I'm like, okay, nobody's talking to them about this part. Mm-hmm. And so when I talked about my story, my systems, my book coach said, D, your why is us, the small business owner. You can teach us how to win. And I double dutch with her and she won. And that's why we got a book today. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, this has been so good because I think we've hit this topic from like just all different angles, right? On a personal angle, like the fact that life is going to happen and that you can't give up. But from a small business standpoint, meaning like you don't have to go out of business. You can focus on, you know, making sure that you get the business and then you collect the cash. And so I want to thank you so much. I mean, this goes by so fast. I tell you, the Dr. Keegan Ramsey show goes by so fast. (laughs) You know, this has been such a really good conversation because I hope that people are going to walk away and understand that, you know what, you can do it. You can do and be anything you want to be and you can overcome those challenges and the things that happened in your past don't have to define your future. As a matter of fact, they can help you become who you are. You can use it to your good. So tell people, number one, how they can get a hold of Collect the Cash, your book, and how they can get in touch with you. Sure thing. Well, thanks, Dr. Dr. Kiki, for the opportunity. So Collect the Cash is available at this site, www.collectthecash.com. Dot B-I-Z forward slash book. That's www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. I personally sign and send out every book that goes out. So I personally Woo-hoo. do it too. Y'all so www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. I'm on LinkedIn because I know we're on LinkedIn. I'm definitely on yes. Facebook. Those are the best two ways to get to hold me, LinkedIn and uh, Facebook for sure. And then uh, again, collect the cash, www.collectthecash.biz forward slash book. It'd be my honor to receive your orders, to sign them. And I personally read you a note because here's the thing. I recognize that you have a choice where you spend your time and where you spend your money. I definitely want you to spend it with me as a small business owner and learn how to collect the cash and make sure the sale is complete and the money's in the bank. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you heard it from herself right now, (laughs) Dr. D. Bowden. I thank you so much for being on the Dr. Kiki Ramsey show and really showing us how to persevere, you know, overcome our past and not allow it to define our future. Until next time, you all, if you love this show, please go ahead and share it with your friends and colleagues, because we would love for someone else to understand that their past doesn't have to define their future, and we want them to succeed anyway. All right, next time on the Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dr. Kiki Ramsey Show. And as always, remember to create your own happiness because happiness is in fact 
a choice. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you'll get notified whenever I drop a new episode.